6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to a very, very busy show. I'm Dwayne DeLonka. This is the PSL radio show, Segunjala. We're going to be talking about loads of football action, but we'll also bring you updates from the uh, ongoing match at the Rugby World Cup and indeed the later match this evening. But uh, coming up on the uh, show tonight, guests include Dean Furman, who captained Supersport United to uh, a successful start in their title defence of the Telcom knockout against Pulaguane City. Uh, we'll also catch up with Chipper United's Eric Chipetta. He's leading goal scorer at the club despite being a defender. We'll talk to Eliza Rogers of Platinum Stars as his uh, Platinum Stars side prepared to take on Kaiser Chiefs in the Telcom knockout on Sunday. And Golden Arrows uh, coach Sarama Letwaka will give us a uh, uh, an idea of what it's going to be like to take on the MTN8 champions IX Cape Town when they play on Saturday. We'll get straight into the sports news, however, with uh, football. Sheikh Mashawa, the Bafana Bafana coach, replacing injured Opal Manisa and Prince Nmalo with left-back Mosa Lebusa and midfielder Kamafel Mokocho for the upcoming friendlies with Costa Rica and Honduras in Central America. Now, Labusa played a key role in Ajax's MTN8 uh, triumph last month, but Magotro is a star performer for the Eredivisie side 20 and currently boasts the highest pass completion rate of any defensive midfielder in the Dutch top flight. Meanwhile, staying with football, South Africa dropped a uh, spot to 73rd in the latest FIFA World Rankings, but Fana Bafana remains 17th in Africa. Algeria, African champions could have won Ghana, the continent's top three. Argentina continued to lead the way internationally, with world champions Germany second and Belgium rounding out the top three. Further afield, uh, Europa League group stage uh, fixtures continue tonight. Uh, kickoff at 7 o'clock include Lazio against San Etienne, uh, Besiktas against Sporting, Belenenses against Fiorentina, Monaco play Tottenham, as it Alkmaar take on Athletic Bilbao and Augsburg take on Partizan Belgrade. Five past nine kickoffs include Celtic against Fenerbahce, Liverpool against Sion, uh, POK against uh, Borussia Dortmund, Molde against Ajax, Ligia Varsava against Napoli and Villarreal take on Victoria Plitzen. Cricket, South Africa are in Dharamsala to start their 72-day tour of India, which includes a four-test series with the first of three T20 matches tomorrow. The T20s have the added purpose of serving as preparation for next year's World T20, which will be played in India. It's the ideal way for the Proteas to strategize for the tournament and will give them an opportunity to experiment with uh, personnel and game plans as they go in search of ICC silverware in March next year. Let's get on to rugby now. It's uh, Wales and Fiji currently uh, playing in their Rugby World Cup match at the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff. Craig Shelver has uh, the details. Evening, Craig. What's uh, what's happening there? This match is proudly brought to you by Shield. It won't let you down. Craig, yes. <laughs> yes. Hi. Welcome to this game at Millennium Stadium. The Pool D game between uh, between Pool A game between Wales and Fiji. This game's got off to started off with a, at a frantic pace and hasn't let up until. Well, it still hasn't let up. It's just about half time here. Wales leads 17 points to 6, uh, thanks to uh, tries by number 9 Gareth Davies and hooker Scott Baldwin. Wales have enjoyed 75% of the possession um, of the territory and 65% of the possession, but uh, both teams have been running the ball frantically, but most of the play has been played inside the Fijian half, uh, where Wales are trying to keep Fiji at bay. Thank you very much for the update. Uh, for now, we'll get uh, more details of that match and indeed the uh, later match with uh, France and Canada with uh, Craig Shelver later on in the show. Uh, and just finally, Scotland naming a significantly understrength side for Saturday's Rugby World Cup pool clash with South Africa at St. James's Park in New- Newcastle. The team, which isn't quite second string because it's got seven first-team regulars in it, had been planned apparently before the tournament. Scotland haven't quite opted to throw the game against the box, but they view Samoa, who they meet in their final pool match, as easier opponents, and the Islanders uh, are going to be their biggest challenge to their quest to join the box in the playoff phase. That's your sports news. Next up, we start PSL radio show, Segundialo.
This match was proudly brought to you by Shield. It won't let you down. Right now, the Springboks are in England where they will try to become the first team ever to win the Rugby World Cup for a third time. As they go, they take the dreams of an entire nation with them. The Springboks choose Shield, South Africa's number one deodorant, to keep them fresh, confident and dry under pressure. If Shield works for the Springboks, it will work for you. Shield, it won't let you down. It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Now, uh, Tolkien Knockout champions Supersport United began the defence of their title with a very hard-fought 2-1 away win over Pulawani City at the old uh, Peter Mugaba Stadium last night. And the man who wore the cut- captain's armband, Dean Furman, is on the line. Dean, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hi, Dwayne. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Uh, just not out on the golf course, as some people are during their uh, days off. But <laughs> uh, listen, congratulations on the win last night. Uh, was, was there a sense of relief that came over you at that final whistle? Yeah, definitely. It was a vital win for us. Um, I think our, our form over the last few games has been disappointing, but we've worked uh, very, very hard on the training pitch to put things right. And um, I think our, our team spirit, our fighting uh, mentality came through strong last night, especially when we went down to 10 men and we knew Polokwani were going to chuck everything at us. Uh, we put bodies on the line. We cleared balls uh, off the line. Uh, Ronwin was unbelievable in goal for us and I think every man um, put a great shift in last night and it, it, it was great that we got over the line. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, down to 10 men after uh, Bradley Hrubler's red card, although it seemed to be uh, a little soft, I think a misunderstanding. That said, uh, the one thing that I failed to understand was uh, Tusopala's club captain. He starts the game, you wearing the captain's armband. What's the reason behind this? Yeah, it was something that we had an internal discussion about before the game uh, amongst the team. The coach uh, and Tuso decided that uh, that maybe um, his form had been suffering of late, and uh, it was something that he was he was looking to maybe concentrate on his football rather than other things. So um, the coach decided with with Tuso that maybe it was best for for someone else to take over the armband. And for last night, the coach made me the captain. It was a very proud moment for myself. And um, going forward, it'll be up to the, up to the coach to see who he, who he feels fit to be captain of the side. Fair enough. And he managed to score last night, so uh, maybe there is a little something in uh, in that. But you know, um, the one thing I do want to ask about here is three red cards in eight games in in all competitions this season, Dean. I mean, do you think that discipline is something that does need to be looked at? Um, you say three red cards, and, and it does sound like discipline could be a problem, but I think. Um, the ones I've seen, the, the two that I've seen have been uh, massively harsh. Uh, first of all, there was my one. I was very, very disappointed with mine. I, I couldn't believe I, I got sent off for it, but um, I suppose that was a learning curve for me and uh, different referees have different takes on the game and it's something that I have to learn from. As of last night, um, I didn't really see the, the challenge and I haven't seen it back again, but speaking to Bradley, uh, he just kind of said at 2-1, what is he going to stamp on the player for? So again, um, we feel it was a harsh decision, but uh, it's definitely something that we're going to have to look at because uh, going down to 10 men is definitely not good for us uh, trying to pick up results. 
Yes, fair enough. But uh, you, you're back in a team where you're not only reunited with a coach who gave you your, your chance internationally, Gordon Nickerson, but, but also with Bungani Kumalo, who you played with at, uh, at Doncaster Rovers. I mean, how, how does it feel to slip in at Supersport United and start your South African career at a team like this? Yeah, it's always nice to have familiar faces. I think uh, not only Bongs, I've also played with Dave Matibulu and Bafana Bafana, obviously Kusa Parla, Roman Williams, uh, Sibu Kumalo. So that, that there's more than a few players that I've played with before and the boys have made me feel very welcome. But it's always nice to have, uh, to have, um, to play with people that you've played with before and it really helps that settling in period. So the team spirit at the club's really great. We've got a lot of boys from not only South Africa, kind of all over the world at the moment, and there's, there's a great spirit amongst the lads, and uh, obviously winning only uh, only adds to that. Yeah, you talk about players from all over the world, uh, and uh, maybe that's a, a little problematic at times. I want to get your take on this, because you've got guys like Rocky and Boxall, the New Zealanders, Wormes, Togolese, uh, you, Williams, Daniels, are, are away on international duty for Bafana Bafana, Denwin Farmer on uh, South African under-23 duty. I mean, is it difficult when returning from international duty to, to try to gel as a team, find that cohesion again, or is it, in a sense, a little easier, considering you're all playing competitive football while you're away? Yeah, we've we've we have felt as a team that the season's been pretty stop start for us. I know it's the same for other teams, but we're we're a relatively new team coming together, um, and all we want is a bit of continuity. But um, for whatever reason, obviously the cup final and, and and the FIFA dates that hasn't really happened. But for us, it's it's about uh, getting to know each other's games, and getting to know uh, each other's strengths and weaknesses, and and that's going to be really important for us going forward. We, we make sure we've got to put in the work on the pitch and I think there's there's a lot of good signs starting to show. Maybe we haven't picked up the results that, that we would have wanted over the last few games, but definitely last night was a, was a fighting fighting spirit um, amongst the team and that's something that's that's really set us, uh, given us a lot of confidence for the games coming up. Yeah, well, uh, Dean, I certainly hope the kick starts uh, a revival in the league as well. But thank you very much for joining us. Well played last night, and congratulations on moving into the quarterfinals of the Telcom Knockout. Thank you very much. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Now, Saturday afternoon, Kingsville Latini Stadium. Golden Arrows are going to be facing the MTN8 champions, Ajax Cape Town, in the Telcom knockouts. And what an opportunity to see uh, what Golden Arrows can do in cup competitions because it's their first game back in a cup competition since returning to the PSL. Delighted to say we've got the coach, Sarame Letuaka, on the line. Sarame, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Thank you, Dwayne, and uh, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a great pleasure to uh, have you on our show again. If I can just ask, I mean, this is your first cup game back since returning to the PSL. Have you prepared any differently to the league games, perhaps practicing more penalties, etc.? There were a lot of penalties that uh, we have been taking uh, during the course of the week, definitely. And uh, any coach would go back knowing that you're going to uh, be in a competition that may ultimately be uh, decided by penalty that we have been doing and uh, we have been preparing very well but uh, I will say that we have not prepared any way different from how we prepared the other um, games the five games that we have uh, played in the PSL can I just ask, before we get on to uh, more about the team, um, I do want to ask about Kura, uh, Kuragwashe Mahachi, the uh, Zimbabwean winger that's on loan from Mabalodi Sundowns. Is his paperwork done? Will he be available for your match day 18? 
he will definitely be available. Uh, everything uh, finally has been sorted out today. And uh, he will be available on Saturday to play for us. Okay, so good news. But your team overall, though, is playing some really incredible football. I mean, sometimes, though, it's, it's in passages of play. Other times, it's for longer periods. But at this stage of the season, sir, I mean, are you actually happy with what you're seeing, especially given some of the results that you've claimed, like that win over Sundowns? Yes, I must say that uh, as a team that has just been uh, promoted, one should be happy with the result that one has just scored. Uh, as opposed to being down there and uh, being under pressure now already at the beginning of your games, worrying about uh, the relegation. Uh, fortunately for us, we have collected a few points and uh, the level of confidence has uh, increased. And uh, that is a plus for us to say whenever we play. We're not now playing um, under pressure uh for the dreaded X of uh, the relegation thinking about that. So I think uh, uh, what we have achieved so far, it's good enough uh, for Golden Arrows. Yeah, one thing that really has stood out is for me is the incredibly high tempo that you've managed to uh, achieve, your, your squad has managed to achieve. Is that the sort of quality or standard we can expect from Arrows the entire season? Uh, definitely. We have a good uh, uh, physical condition. A specialist, and uh, when we started the, in the pre-season, uh, we told him this is how we want to play. And in, in preparation of the players for the season, we want to have players who will play at high tempo. We are aware that uh, uh, we will be playing some of or most of our games at uh, altitude, but let's make sure that all the teams that we play here, a high level of humidity, Let's make sure that we play at high tempo. A lot of teams will not last the humidity that is here and the heat that will be coming in the next few months. So that will be sort of uh, advantage for Golden Arrows. Uh, one thing that you are going to be taking on is a, a, a hard-running team, but Ajax uh, Cape Town, they've just won the MTN8. They're high on confidence. They're looking really good. They succeeded in the Ned Bank Cup. They succeeded in the uh, MTN8. Why do you feel that you're going to be over, able to overcome them Come, uh, come Saturday. Yeah. You see, this game for Ajax more than anything, it's more mental than uh, physical for them. Um, I'm not sure if they will have the level of endurance of having played in the final. And after that, they played against Sundowns, which needs a lot of mental strength. And immediately after that, they play against Kaiser Chiefs, which also needs for them to be at the highest in terms of mental. And uh, normally the players, when they play teams like Arroz, mentally, um, that is where the problem will, will be. And we are going to try and work a lot on that to make sure that uh, right from the beginning of the game, we take the game to them. And uh, mentally, if they will cope with the pace, um, if they have to do that, they will not do that for the whole game. Maybe for 60 minutes they can. But the level of the mental, if they strong mentally, Maybe they will last the game. We know that uh, Ajax is also a hard-running team, and they've got a lot of youngsters in the team who can run. And it's an old machine at the moment as we speak. And uh, we will be able to match them up uh, in terms of pace. I'm not so sure if they will match us on the day. Fair enough. Well, Seram uh, wish you the best of luck against the uh, MTN8 champions as you uh, take on uh, take on Ajax Cape Town on uh, Saturday afternoon in the Telkom Locker. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Dwayne. Dwayne De Locker on SAFM. 
SFM South Africa's news and information leader now on Saturday night. Chippy United face Mamelodi Sundowns in their uh, first round tie of the Telkom knockout at Lucas Masterpieces Muripe Stadium. We've got uh, the star goal scorer, despite being a defender, Eric Chipeta on the line. Uh, Eric of Chippe United, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Mr. Dwendelot. <laughs> Eric, it's good to chat to you, but uh, let, let's start on that point. I mean, how are you feeling about your own game right now, considering you've got three league goals, you're the top scorer at the club, but you're a defender? <laughs> I think, uh, what can I, for now, I can say, I think uh, I'll give credit to God, because uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing uh, for a defender for now to, to, to top goal scorer of the, the, the team. Uh, but I attribute all of this thing to, to I, I think I had a good pre-season, I think it's, it's the work of, of hard work that is paying off now. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, are some of the strikers coming up to you in training and saying, hey, we're, we're chasing you down, we're going to be scoring. Aristide Banza, he's just signed, he scored his first goal as well for the club. Is he saying, I'm, I'm catching you? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, all the strikers now, uh, like, uh, you, you know now, they have to, to, to push themselves to, 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 to work extra hard. You know how it is like, when you know that the defenders top goals for the team, but I think uh, uh, they'll, at the end of the season, I think Banse or, or Relani Manzini, I think they'll they'll get all the goals. I think they're they're good strikers. Yeah, fair enough. Relani Manzini is looking uh, fairly solid. Uh, uh, speaking of fairly solid, one thing that is fairly solid is Chippy United's home form. But you're playing away again on uh, on Saturday night against Sundowns, and travelling has been less successful for you guys. I mean, how, how do you change that and claim more positive results away from home? I think uh, our coach has been emphasizing on that thing, like uh, we, we are poor when we are playing away from home. Uh, if you not notice, all our home games we have been winning and uh, even the defense have been solid when we are playing at home. But I think uh, it's, a, it's a new game, it's a new challenge again. We, we have to, 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 to rectify all our, our problems of the last game. I think uh, we, we have to, to start by this game on Saturday night to, 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 to fight for, for, for a victory away from our home. That victory over Bulaguane City, how, how much did that give you a sort of timely boost ahead of the uh, the Telkom knockout match against Sundowns? I think, uh, I think it was a really, really, really a, good, a big victory for us because we, we really needed it because uh, we were coming away from, I think, two away, uh, Lucis, uh, Fristet and, 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 uh, and Platinum Stars. So I think uh, it, it gave us a, a really good boost. For, for the guys, the confidence is back now. I think uh, it's up to the guys to, to, to up the tempo on Saturday night. Speaking of Saturday night, then you place uh, your face at Mamelodi Sundown side who's had some inconsistent form of late. What are you actually expecting from Peter Musimani's side? I, th- I think it's just to them, it's, it's, it's a good side. Uh, to them, it's just a matter of, of luck to, to, to me. I think the, if luck is on their side, it's, no one can beat, can beat them any day in this, in this league. Uh, they're, they're good Good squad, good coach. Uh, I respect most of the guys there. I, I play with them, some of them at uh, national level. But uh, you know, football is it's, it's all about level, level. It depends with the with the, the strategy and, uh, and the mood of the game uh, that particular day. Indeed, you are a Zimbabwean international as well. But, uh, let's talk about squad size. I mean, Lerato Chibango not yet ready, says your coach. William Twal is injured. Joseph Mulungwane is uh, unavailable owing to suspension. Uh, how do you respond to those that argue Chipper United doesn't have the depth like a Sundowns to actually challenge when there are multiple frontline players unavailable? I, th- I think as uh, Chipper Police, I think, you know, with football in terms of... Uh, uh, it would be a blessing to, to, to uh, some other players who are not uh, playing. Uh, 
I think uh, they'll get the chance. They have to prove themselves. And also, I think it's a sad loss to, 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 to lose players like William Kuala. You know, uh, the experience could have uh, helped us. But uh, we have to soldier on. Uh, some of the guys, they have to get the, the opportunity now to prove themselves. Can they play on the highest level? Fair enough. So uh, give an opportunity to the hungry young players. Well, Eric Chipeta, you've had a superb start to the league uh, campaign. I wish you the best of luck as you and your Chipper United side take on Mamelodi Sundowns on Saturday night. Thanks for joining us. Okay, thank you. CSL Radio Show. Now, we've already spoken about uh, Eric Chipeta's Chipper United taking on Mamelodi Sundowns, but uh, big game of the weekend for many is Platinum Stars taking on Kaiser Chiefs on Sunday in the Telcom Knockout. We've got uh, star striker of uh, Platinum Stars, Eliza Rogers on the line. Eliza, thanks for joining us. Hello. It's a good pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's talk about uh, motivation for Chiefs. Is any ever required? No, not at all. You know, Kaiser Chiefs being a big club, you know, uh, also with a lot of good players, you know, it's a good opportunity always for for other teams to play against them, you know, to prove themselves worthy. Aside from that, so, though... Yeah, we're very excited. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. aside from that, I mean, you are high-flying as Platinum Stars at the moment. You're a four-game winning streak, you're unbeaten in the league, you're top of the league. I mean, that surely must give you an enormous amount of confidence going into uh, the clash against Chiefs. Most definitely a very big morale boost for us. Um, yes, we've been doing well. You know, but a lot of work is still yet to be done. You know, it's still early in the season, but we can definitely be be grateful. You know, for how we've been playing for the last couple of games and going into the Chiefs games. You know, we we just hope we can do the same. Yeah, I mean, everyone just seems to be coming together at the right time. Not only are you scoring. I mean, Dooley's scoring, Sumi's scoring, Gumby's back. He's scoring. Uh, even Lestari Marabanya's chipping in on goals again, which we've seen for the first time really since his days at SuperSport United. I mean, where is the inspiration for this form come from? Man, I think that's, you know, the coach, he plays a big role, you know, in, in technically, you know, uh, what he wants us to do on the day, you know, and fortunately for us, we've been doing it right, you know, uh, on the few games that we played. And, you know, that's what you want from the team, you know. You're not just dependent on one strike or two strikers to score the goals, you know. You you have strikers, you have wingers, you have midfielders, you know, and um, uh, I see, I believe that all of us should, should be capable of scoring goals, you know, and you can see that it, it, it's worked for us, you know. And yeah, that's, that's. I think we have to thank the coach for that. You know, he's brought us all together. And like I say, on the day, the tactics, you know, that he chooses for us, you know, and the players that he chooses on the day, because certain games you played one striker and then you have two strikers, you know, like against SuperSport, you know. So we adapted very well, and it, it was very healthy, you know, for the team to be scoring. You know, not just being dependent on one guy, but on more players to score the goals. Yeah, let's let's talk about uh, you at the moment. Uh, I see uh, your strike partner, Bungi Kozunduli, said he's aiming for 12, 12 goals this season. But, uh, I mean, you had a solid time of it last season, Elza, including your, your first professional hat-trick. I mean, have you set any goals or aims this campaign? Yeah, I have. Um, I never, I don't like to, you know, talk before the time, you know, and set up targets that you never reach, you know, but it's, it's always good. You know, I have people that's following me and praying for me, you know, and supporting me, you know. Uh, <laughs> most of them have told me I'm going to score like 30 goals or 21 goals this season, you know. Mm. And I think I've set that goal for me to, to score 21 goals, even though it's uh, a bit far-fetched, you know. But I think anything close to that will be a good achievement for me as well. You know, I have scored 12 goals in the league, you know, uh, before, when I was at Santos, before I moved to Sunland. So, um the way we're playing now, we're creating a lot of chances. So, I believe that it's possible for me to score more than 12 this season. Let's talk about your opponents just briefly. I mean, uh, Chiefs have looked far from invincible this season, but what are you expecting from them in uh, in the cup tie on Sunday? 
Um, I think they will definitely come out and want to win us. You know, we beat them last season as well in the Telcom Cup. You know, even though it went to penalties, you know, I think it was still a very tough game. Both sides, you know, anyone could have won it. So, yeah, we're taking them to Muraling. I'm sure they're going to try and, you know, try to score early, you know, and try to make it difficult for us. And also try to stop us, you know, because we've been winning, you know, we're on a high. So I'm sure they they determined to break us, you know, to break us spirit. But it's, it's not going to be easy uh, for them. We're not going to make it easy for them. So we're expecting them to come and, you know, we start preparing for the game. Yeah, can I just ask, uh, going back to Platinum Stars briefly, uh, Kevin Johnson said earlier this season, though, that you're not necessarily going to be challenging for the league this title, but focusing on building for the future. In a sense, I, I, f- I fear it's in trying to deflect from anybody trying to count chickens, uh, so to speak. But, I mean, as Platinum Stars in cup competitions, you've made the final of the Telcom knockout in the last two editions. You won it in 2013. Is there an expectation from the players about success uh, in this Telcom knockout this season? I think definitely there is, you know, uh, Platinum Stars has won the cup before, and you know, last year we lost in the final as well, you know, so I don't think that there's any disbelief, you know, in going all the way and winning it, you know, this time around, uh, due to the fact that they have won even the top eight before, you know, there's a, there's a high spirit and high belief, you know, that we, we always stand a chance to win the cups, you know, and uh, Platinum Stars has proved it before, so there's definitely no reason, you know, for us to doubt that we can win it this time around again. Well, Eliza Rogers, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you again uh, tonight. Best of luck against Kaiser Chiefs on Sunday, and certainly hope to see you uh, back on the goal-scoring trail once again. Thanks so much, man. I'd like to see that too, and enjoy the game. It's not going to be easy, and yeah, thanks a lot, brother. This rugby update is brought to you by Clipdrift, official spirit supplier to the Springboks. Well, approaching the end of the show, but we go back to uh, a little rugby action now. It's uh, Wales taking on Fiji. Craig Shovel bringing us the uh, details. Craig, well, what's happening? What's the latest? Any addition to the uh, halftime score? Not just yet, but uh, Fiji are about to... They're lining up... Uh, fly off Ben Vola. Vola is busy lining up a penalty kick for Fiji. Uh, he's kicked two already. Uh, he's actually missed that kick. So still remains 17 points to six. Wales uh, lead Fiji. We're about seven minutes into the second half. Wales will be looking for that all-important fourth try, uh, the bonus point try that would take them uh, onto 14 points, uh, five points ahead of Australia on nine. Uh, we must remember that Australia play England on Saturday, which will be a real cracker and will probably determine which way this pool of death is going. Wales also, uh, very interestingly, um, are up to second place in the world rankings after that 28-25 win over England uh, on Saturday at Twickenham. Um, Wales have uh, scored two tries so far, uh, one through Scott Baldwin and the other through Gareth Davies. Uh, Fiji have just those three penalties by, uh, just those two penalties by Ben Vola Vola. Um, Fiji are looking terribly... uh, dangerous on attack uh, actually they on attack right now they're looking like they might score and yeah, and Fiji have gone over for their first try um, the try that makes it uh, 17 points to 11 uh, still to Wales uh, with a conversion still to come uh, from Fiji try was scored by winger Nagusa uh, Fiji are very dangerous um, especially on the turnover, uh, loose balls and things, uh, they are seven specialists, so 
Um, Wales better watch out now. This game could turn out to be a very close one. Indeed. Looks like uh, Wales applying the p- pressure, but Fiji coming away with the most recent try. Craig Shovel, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you very much. Uh, I can't tell you later tonight, though, there's a match between France and Canada. This rugby update was brought to you by Clipdrift, official spirit supplier to the Springboks. Clipdrift toasts friends who are worth gold. True friends, warn their neighbours about how loudly they're going to be cheering during a Springbok game. In fact, they also warn their neighbours' neighbours. Actually, they warn the whole neighbourhood and the neighbourhood next to theirs, so everyone knows what's going down. True friends are worth gold. Clipdrift, official spirit supplier to the Springboks. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18. Hi, I'm Jeannie D. I'm Bonal Mateva. And I'm Bonnie Mbouli. And welcome to our apartment. As we take you on a journey of self-expression. We do it stylishly. We do it lavishly. From food, fashion to DIY. From live performances to inspiring stories. This is your time. Express your curiosity. Express your boldness. Express yourself with Afternoon Express weekdays at 4 p.m. Find us on 3. It's mystery gift time at iTile. The festive season is almost upon us. So why not unwrap discounts of up to 30% off when you buy from our exclusive range of tiles, bathroom wear and accessories. Get to North Riding, Centurion or Montana now and get free delivery at iTile, the home of fashion tiles. For more info, visit iTile.coza. T's and C's apply. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, that's uh, pretty much all we've got time for tonight. Uh, opportunity to catch Manla Shongwe with the uh, talk shop. He's up after the uh, news, so don't go anywhere. Janet Witten on uh, AM Live tomorrow morning for more sp- sport and uh, Friday edition of SFM Sports Wrap brought to you by John Hiriger tomorrow, 6.30 to 7. Don't miss it. But for me, Dwayne DeLocca, Siobhan Chetty, have a absolutely wonderful evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.